Hey, it's Matthew J. Do you like spooky, wicked conspiracy history and stories? Do you like hearing stories that just make you question, is that true? Then sit down and turn up the volume. All information used in this podcast is protected by fair use. Thanks for checking out this show. This is episode six, The Brown Mountain Lights. I would like to thank Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast for airing this show. If you use any of these apps to listen and follow podcasts, this show is on them now, and you can follow and rate the show. Please give the show a five-star rating. It helps with more people finding the show, plus we need more listeners to get more stories. The tale I will be telling you today is about the Morganton, North Carolina Brown Mountain Lights. Have you ever seen bright lights in the sky only to find out it was a star, helicopter, or an airplane? What if I told you that in a city of Western North Carolina, some people see lights that cannot be explained? What if I told you that scientists from Appalachia State University in Boone, North Carolina, even have videos that no one can explain what is causing the lights? Let me introduce myself. My name is Matthew J. I'm your host and storyteller. I love talking to people and getting their history and story about anything they find interesting. I graduated from the University of North Carolina with a history degree. I enjoy telling stories and doing the research to get deeper into these accounts. So this podcast is about history, kooky tales, cryptozoology, ghost stories, and all the conspiracy theories that keep me asking, is that true? This is the sixth episode, and please reach out to me via the email address if you'd like to share a story about your own Brown Mountain Light experience. The email address is s.w.chistorypodcast at gmail.com. The Brown Mountain Lights are an occurrence that were first reported in the Charlotte Daily Observer newspaper on September 24, 1913. In the news article, it states, and I quote, The mysterious lights can be seen just above the horizon every night. These lights described seem to always appear between the evening hours of 7.30 p.m. and 10 p.m. How awesome is that detail? They show up every evening between certain hours, and this was in 1913. Very consistent. All right, let's pull some information from the Google machine and learn a little history. Stay with me. This is just to give us a backdrop, okay? The city of Morganton is located in Burke County, North Carolina. The Native American town of Joara, which dates back to 1,400 to 1,600 AD, was located in the area called Morganton today. Joara was the largest Native American settlement in North Carolina. The current city of Morganton was founded in 1777. The elevation of the city is at 1,161 feet above sea level. In 2010, the census, the population was 16,918. It is located at a subtropical climate with the average high temperature high of 80 degrees and an average low of 49 degrees. The two closest major airports are the Asheville Regional Airport at 53 miles and the Charlotte Douglas International Airport at 55 miles. The closest U.S. Air Force bases near Morganton, North Carolina are the Pope Air Force Base in Fayetteville, 208 miles, and the North Carolina Air National Guard in Charlotte, 55 miles. In 
Now that is some good information to help us get going on this audible adventure. Per the many websites and stories that I remember hearing from people while living in my college dorm at UNC, these lights are real. I even heard a story about a mountain witch. Well, enough with this lead up. Let us get to the meat of these stories. On Brown Mountain in the Linville Gorge area of North Carolina, per a Cherokee Native American legend, a great battle occurred. The battle was between the Cherokee and Catawba Indians, and many of the American Native warriors died during this battle. After the battle, many of the Indian maidens wandered into the wooded areas of Brown Mountain to look for their fallen warriors to either save them or bury them in a proper Native American tradition. A lot of these maidens became lost and also died on this mountain. The theory is the lights are ghosts of some of the fallen warriors and their heartbroken maidens continuing looking for each other for all eternity. Also, once a German scientist tried to explain the lights as inflamed nitrous vapors emitting from the mountain through ancient vents or caves. This was later disputed and found not to be the cause for the lights. Another theory was the lights were from a local locomotive engine that used the tracks near Brown Mountain. However, this was debunked when the railroad tracks were wiped out by a large flood. Three years after the flood occurred, the lights were seen again, but they were more bright and more numerous. Locals have suggested the lights are UFOs that are hiding in a secret cave inside Brown Mountain or just observing the people camping on or near Brown Mountain. What do these lights look like? They are described as either a large ball of fire or small candle lights that seem to float near the ground and then rise high up into the sky and disappearing. They have been seen in the colors of red, yellow, orange, and blue. I bet you're asking, does anyone have this on video yet? Yes, there are videos held by Appalachia State University in Boone, North Carolina that show the Brown Mountain Lights. They were captured in the late evening of July 2016. What they captured was hard to distinguish, but it was some sort of light that lifts into the air over Brown Mountain. It is an amazing visual, but the scientists still cannot figure out what they are looking at in the video. The two men that captured it are Daniel Catton and Lee Hawkins and are part of the Physics and Astronomy Department at Appalachia State University. They believe it may be ball lightning, a rare form of lightning that is a ball shape that has been seen to bounce on the ground and raise into the air. It is very rare to see. However, it does match up with a story from a local resident by the name of Tommy Hunter. In 1982, Tommy was at the Highway 181 Overlook looking for the lights and looked over the edge to discover a ball of light that was hovering right below the overlook. He decided to touch the ball of light and stated, quote, it felt like I stuck my finger in a light socket, end quote. This story documented and collaborated by six of Tommy's friends who saw what happened when he touched the ball of light. The best story I ever heard was about one of a mountain witch. I worked with a gentleman that I will keep secret. He was nervous when he shared the story with me about 12 years ago. I found out that he grew up in Morganton, North Carolina and lived there for many years before moving to Raleigh. I asked him about the brown mountain lights. He gave me a look and said he never saw the lights, but then he told me about a hiking trip up Brown Mountain. He was starting to go up a trail and realized he forgot something back at his car. He told his hiking buddy to stop and wait. So he started to head back to the car to get the needed item. As he was walking down the trail, he noticed a figure standing in either all black or a brown cloak with a large hood that covered the figure's face. It was really close to the trail, and when this guy tried to get past, he just stated, quote, Please excuse me, I need the pass. 
The figure in the cloak did not make a noise, and the only thing the figure did was place its hand on what looked like a large sacrificial knife. He stated that the hand looked like that of a woman, but he did not stare too long. He just picked up the pace and jogged a little faster to get away from this scary person. When he turned around to get a glimpse of the figure, again, it was gone. Wow, what a detail. A large sacrificial knife, then poof, gone in the blink of an eye. I was like, is that true, dude? He told me that it was true. When he got back to his hiking buddy, he told him what he saw on the path. They decided not to go hiking, but to look for what they started calling the Mountain Witch. I believe this guy. He was always honest and did not seem like the kind of guy to make up a story. Plus, he was really nervous when he told me this story. Alright, so what do you think? Do you think the Brown Mountain Lights are ghosts of lost and heartbroken Native Americans, UFOs, ball lightning, or the Mountain Witches themselves not using a broom but floating away like the Wizard of Oz in a bubble? I've never visited Morgan, North Carolina, so I hope one day to visit and go see these amazing things for myself. If you do want to go, you need to make sure to check out these two spots to get a good view of the Brown Mountain. The best view is the Brown Mountain Overlook on Highway 181 between mile marker 20 and 21. The other viewing option is Wiseman's View, which is located on a gravel road about five miles south of Linville Falls on North Carolina State Road 1238. Again, I am not sure what is going on in North Carolina, but I love these stories, and that is why I wanted to share them with you. Well, that's it for tonight, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share with your friends about this show on your favorite social media platform. Please email me anything about the podcast, email suggested stories, or some of your stories that I can read on the podcast. Please email me at s period w period c history podcast at gmail.com once again this podcast can be followed on google podcast spotify anchor breaker radio public and pocket casts i would like to give a shout out to my listeners dean from clayton north carolina jack from wake forest north carolina and paul and jennifer from indianapolis indiana for their support and liking the show again thank you and keep listening for the next show which will be about north carolina bigfoot encounters good day